Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Crack on. All right. All right, guys. Thanks again for watching another Dead Hedgehogs podcast on our Patreon channel or our YouTube. Either or is up to you. Uh, tonight, I have here Chris Gavgan, as usual, Peter French Toast Cassidy. We have Mikey Salmon, the man, the myth, the, le- the legend. And also tonight joining us is Fergal Harrington, who is the founder of Intro Matchmaking Ireland, Ireland's biggest matchmaking agency. That is a bit of a tongue twister for all of that. So, Fergal, thanks very much for uh, joining us. Not at all. Thanks for having me. Jesus. Pleasure. Great, great to be here. Thanks, thanks for coming on, Fergal. Great to have you on. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm just uh, so go on, Fergal. Um, explain to us what the whole thing is about. Myself and uh, my wife were introduced there about ten years ago by um, my brother, and uh, and he said, "I think you're single, she's single. I think you should do, you should check her out. Let's uh, let, let's hook you guys up." So my brother set us up, and then a few months later, we were chatting away about all. Our mates, our friends, our colleagues, all the people that we worked with were moaning about how annoying it is being on Tinder and Bumble and all the rest, and they can't meet anyone, and Ireland is just an absolute joke of a place, and everyone's either hammified, drunk, and they fall all over the place, or they're just, you know, on Tinder and not really able to know who they can trust, and especially in rural Ireland, uh, you know, when everyone knows your business and it's twitchy curtains and nosy neighbours and this, that, and the other, no one wants to admit that they're actually looking to meet anyone because that's a sign of weakness. So we said, like this, let's just, uh, you know, set something up. Let's become the most private and confidential dating service that people won't be embarrassed to actually join. Um, and uh, it grew uh, from there year on year. We opened up on Dawson Street and um, about 10 years on now, four and a half, 5,000 people on the books. And uh, 20 to 90 and everything in between and they're either single separated divorced or widowed but uh, they're looking for like something proper and meaningful and Irish lads especially don't want to really admit that openly and that's why it's funny they'll, they'll ring us and they'll talk to us on the QT but they won't share openly what, yeah you know their their feelings are what their thoughts are because it's hard as hell in this country especially to meet people it's it's people don't really talk or communicate or express themselves and it's all right to be saying you're on tinder and you're having the crack and you're getting a few bits here and there and everywhere but if you actually want a long-term relationship out of this it's it's hard for irish people to admit that and uh, there's a lot of pressure on lads especially to be these amazing communicators and to be you know real confident and going and chatting up a whole load of birds there on the dance floor and they don't do that. So then they usually just rock back and forth in the nightclub, back in the day when there was nightclubs going on, just sculling around 10 or 12 pints and then mm-hmm. falling over your one at one or two o'clock in the morning. And then the yeah. Irish women, they just give them a load of hell and a hassle then after that. So then Irish guys think, well, I'm not going to bother now if you're going to talk to me like that. So it's, it, it, it's, it's a horrible place to try and meet someone. And it always has been. So we said, let's become kind of like a GP surgery for people who feel safe and protected. And they know that it's completely private and confidential. And we'll match 
we'll match them up. So if they come in here to us uh, now, it's over WhatsApp video call because they're joining from wherever they might be, Swinford or wherever they are. And uh, they're able to join. So there's no excuses about having to come up to, to Dublin or anything like that. And mm-hmm. uh, we add them to our database and all eight of the staff members then will go through the profiles of Johnny and decide which one out of Mary, Elaine and Josephine is the best one for him based on his criteria and her criteria. We then arrange the dates, we organize the venue, we do all the feedback, all the follow-up calls. So it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's a full service, I suppose, from start to finish. And uh, yeah, it's, it does a, does a, does a, real, a real need for it. COVID has really shone a light on the actual importance of relationships for people and the isolation is massive mental health, all that kind of stuff. I was just about to say that the COVID, the COVID or the lockdown must have suited your, this company or your, your company big time. It did, it did in fairness. Uh, yeah, we're, uh, yeah, we've never been as busy. We had to hire three more staff there uh, in November. And um, our, our appointments, just to give you an idea, our appointments for the consultation are booked out for three months on Saturdays and five and a half months on Sundays. You can't get one. Um, wow. And it's not just all Dub- uh, only 18 or 19 percent is Dublin. The rest are scattered all over the rest of the country, which um, which is important. And um, the problem is a lot of the time Irish women can be very snobbish towards men. And this is men's biggest bone of contention. Uh, so we'll is, get called. Is that because is that because they just get locked and chat women up like you mentioned earlier? Uh, yeah, they feel that, well, y- you can't talk to me, you can't have enough confidence to chat to me without having a, a gansy load of, uh, of pints in you. Why can't you be more like the Americans, the Yanks, where they have confidence? But then the Yanks come up to you and they declare, you know, their uh, undying love for you after 30 seconds. And then the women feel that's too much and that's too in your face. So you kind of can't win sometimes. So the Irish lads are saying, do you want me so to It's women's fault, obviously. Always women's fault. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> so, so Irish lads just think you can't catch a break here. If I if I say nothing, I, I'm in trouble. If I say too much, then you're telling me to get lost and you, you're out with the girls. You don't want to talk to me. But the drink thing is a funny one now because it was always the lads that got the bad, uh, bad sort of reputation for that. But it's more the white wine guzzlers now that are uh, that, that are getting more more of the time, to be honest with you. It's the wine clubs, the book clubs that the women are at. Um, so that, that's we're getting more men now coming in saying, I don't want a white wine guzzler, please. So John Joe, back okay. in the day, he was sculling 20 pints. He would have been getting a terrible reputation. Now it's the other way around. It's flipped completely. Um, but the snobbish thing from women towards men is that they, they'll call us every day and about eight or nine times a day, we have to say no to women because they ring up and say, unless he has a PhD or a master's, I'm not going to go near him because I've got right. 20 letters do, after Do me. you think it's a, the dating scene, is it a, win, is it a woman's world? Uh, <laughs> Do you know, it's, it's weird, that's a good question, but no, women's expectations and their bar is up here. Men's down here. Men say, do you know what? I want someone who's down to earth, grounded, easygoing, just says yes if they mean yes, no if they mean no. I don't want errors and graces. I just want you know, someone to spend my days with, have a bit of crack with, who looks all right, looks after herself. Men are, are, are exceptionally balanced when it comes to actually... I suppose, it, I suppose it depends on the individual. I suppose there's... Uh... Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah. It, it does. And there's a fair few clangers that, that I'd be listening to every day. Uh, like the men, Men's biggest uh, issue is, uh, like, the guys, when they ring up at 40, 41, 42, and they're single, never married, no kids, I know I'm more than likely going to have a battle of the ages on my hand because he will more often than not say, well, yeah, I'm 42, and I'd like a nice, you know, 25, 26-year-old. Will that be all right? 
And I say, well, you know, you can ask for that, but um, no 25 year old woman has ever called intro and said, you know what I'd love? A 42 year old man. <laughs> so you kind of have to, uh, yeah, a bit of compromise is lacking in a lot of the men, uh, to be honest with Tell you. Tell me this. Tell me this, and I will. I want to ask this personal <laughs> question. Do you, get, do you get many dick pics? <laughs> That's thunder. Do you get many dick pics? Do you get many dick pics? Yeah. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Nothing goes online. Uh, we we speak to people over the phone, and uh, and uh, so they can't unless they're uh, I don't know what they'd be doing. No, we get no pics sent in. They they post them in. We're the, the, the women do get on to us and, and an awful lot of the time they will say on the phone i the reason i'm calling you guys at intro is because i'm, I'm getting nothing but dick pics and yeah. uh if okay. i don't respond it, okay yeah that's I, I meant to ask i was trying yeah, to be funny there but i think uh, collectively uh, we have to apologize there lads now yeah we have to like, <laughs> i had a tr i was trying to work on this joke for a long time in comedy i was like it shows a true confident man if he sends a flaccid dick pic but i don't think anybody sends a flaccid dick pic but is that like in fairness i've never sent a dick pic but it do a lot of lads send dick pics to women and do women oh, want a hundred percent a hundred percent to do and i, I know that i do women want dick pics? You, you you're saying that like you know from first-hand experience no 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 but you're I, like I listen i send them all the time it's okay <laughs> salmon 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 yeah. i know salmon sends a lot of dick pics Sense of everything. <laughs> yeah, we're all grown-ups here. No, they could be a grower, sure, I suppose. Uh, no, he, um, yeah, they, they send them all the time, all the time to the women, and they're like, what the hell do you expect me to do with this? Like, these are women who are on... That's what we're seeing, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but the, the, th the thing about it is, is the thing about that is, uh, you, you, like, how, how does any man think to himself that... By sin, but like I know, I know girls that have told me that, like without even asking a question, the first message on Instagram or whatever dick would pic. be a dick pic. Like, how how does a man think that that's going to the woman's going to go? Oh my God, I think I might love love this man. Well, yeah, no, I, I, I spoke to a guy there, and uh, in the last three months, he's had more sex than he has in his entire life, and he's thirty seven. Um, so as much as people will say men are, you know, they're all they're seedy and whatever else, I suppose it takes two to tango then as well. So there are some women that would be all right with getting a few pics and, uh, COVID has uh, really, really kind of made people become either one of two things frustrated by the fact that they're not seeing anyone. So they just say to hell with that, let's go and have sex in a car, uh, off a Tinder match. Uh, or the other is they're so paranoid and anxious about catching something. They're kissing through, ma uh, through masks. Uh, and not even like wouldn't hold hands like so there's two yeah. extremes and uh like what we're just seeing is now people said feck this now one year is gone a second year nearly gone let's not regret the fact that i you know lost the best years of my life let's get on with things so it's 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 given enough especially lads it's given an awful lot of irish lads to kick up the backside to actually stop procrastinating and actually get moving and not moan about the fact that i'm single uh, and then also do nothing about it. So it's it's made people really much more proactive and and much more grounded in terms of what they're actually looking for, which is great, thank God, because managing expectations in here is our biggest thing. So the fact that they've been looking at those pics and all that nonsense was going on on Tinder, if you're a 42, 44-year-old man, you're thinking, geez, I do want to settle down. I do want to have kids. I do want to have the whole shebang. I better cop on. And, and that's really what's happened in the last year. Um, but it's the... 
it, it, it's, low, it's not lowering the expectations, but it's just managing the expectations is our biggest thing. And but from, from, from the men calling at 42, 43, they're the biggest culprits. They're, they're the biggest, you know, culprits of the age gap uh, issue. And when we try to tell your man that, look, we can't get a 25-year-old to agree to meet you, even though you want kids. You see, he wants to go out with her for three or four years. Then he'll propose. Then two years after that, he'll get married. And then he'll be ready to have kids. Because he's a lot of the time living at home with mammy. And he might have a little bit of Peter Pan syndrome going on, a bit of commitment phobia going on. And he wants everything, but he doesn't want it right now because he's probably going to inherit the land. And he'll say to mammy, do you think I should meet a nice woman now? And she says, Aaron, no, no woman will cook or clean the way I do. Stay where you are now, you're grand. And it's really- Who because- are these fucking mothers? They're <laughs> everywhere. They're <laughs> everywhere. I don't know. I don't know anyone. I like it. Yeah, yeah, farm, 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 and then at, at 90, they die, and he's 65. We get calls from 65 to 70-year-old lads every day saying, here, what's the story? I, I do need an heir to pass this land on to. Would you have any nice 35 to 40-year-olds that you could send down to wherever? <laughs> and we say, would you believe now? I don't think we're going to get much joy in that, Johnny. And then Johnny will compare and himself you to tell him, You tell him, send a few dick pics, then. No? <laughs> <laughs> In fairness, he has an iPhone now. He's on Bill Pay. <laughs> well, no, they'd be too paranoid about that. Sure, an awful lot of the lads that would ring me wouldn't even have a credit card or a visa debit because they think uh, the, the banks are going to rob them. Or of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, they go into the post office. It'd be credit union jobbies all the time. I know you said... Is this more a reflection on isolation in rural rural countries? Like, they, they, there's an isolation and COVID is... There's been an isolation before COVID and some people say there's a demand for, like... I know the Healy Rays are saying you should be allowed to drink and drive because the pubs back in the day, I'm not just to find drinking and driving, do you know what I mean? But um, the Healy Rays said there was a social outlet back in the day with pubs. This is highlighting how isolated these old men in the countryside are. And yeah. the countryside is getting isolated. So, Yeah, but it, it stems from the, the, the parents not letting the kids just go and fucking be free and just do their thing and go and travel. It, it's yeah. Johnny who's never left the village. He's never left Sneem. And so then he rings me and says, do you have women in Sneem? And I say, I do, yeah, but geez, it doesn't mean they're right for you. But he thinks uh, from a man's point of view, sure, I'm a man, I just want a woman. Just get me any woman, that'll do. And we're yeah. like, oh no, there's a bit more to it than that there, Johnny. So uh, it, it, that, that's where I mean, like it's, if you're, a dec- if you're a man who can talk, if you can, if you can open your gob and say, how, how are you, nice to meet you, I'd like to bring you out for a bite to eat, you'll clean up. Whereas women are looking for things where I want a white, I want a, a you know a, a, a wine drinker. I want someone who likes traveling. I, I want to meet a man. One woman said to me, "I want to meet a man who's traveled Italy in a classic car." Um, you know, the, the bar <laughs> different. Really narrowing it down. Oh, like de- deadly sort of stuff. And, uh, and what's and her more- number? <laughs> <laughs> my my line is the people we don't take on are people you wouldn't want to date. Um, and, and it's that policing of this database that actually leads to the overall success. But the, the stuff you hear, like uh, like etiquette on dates, is one of the funny ones uh, that will that will always uh, you know come up. And it's always something that you wouldn't believe how basic you need to give advice for for some men. Like we had one guy, he went to uh, 
a dinner date and she was there all dolled up to the nines and eating her lovely uh, three course meal and uh, he's there likes his food sitting down bit of veg and whatever else all the rest grabs the gravy boat and just knocks back the gravy uh, oh, in, in the <laughs> I love it <laughs> so, fucking fair dues to him <laughs> and, then, and then I think the same guy he went on a date and he only ordered chips and uh, and uh, and soup and then he proceeded to dip every chip into the soup and suck the soup off the chips and not eat the chip <laughs> okay. oh, okay. it sounds yeah. like you you get a lot of simpletons fucking right these people are not fucking normal man like you know no, no. great <laughs> uh, they, 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 they make for the best stories maybe but no they're not they're not at all like that they don't all do that uh it's uh it, it is funny though at times like we do feedback calls after every single date there's a hundred dates a week even still like this, they're doing their zoom dates or WhatsApp video calls, or else they're going on copies and walks. But the stuff you'd hear back, like, my God, as seen on, on Irish dates, like the girls get some crack altogether. Um, but a lot of people might. How does a Zoom date work? So, yeah, we set up the thing for them. We send them out the links. They uh, and, and set up at a scheduled time, half seven on Saturday. They treat it like a proper date. They get all dressed up. Um, have a few drinks at home, saves on taxis, saves lots of money. It's, it, and they'd be on for four and five hours now, uh, chatting away, building the foundations of a relationship. So it's, it's, and these might be guys that never heard of Zoom now, up to their 80s. Um, so it's great in one sense. Um, so they'd, they'd build up on a bit of a relationship. They'd meet up then, usually on the QT, um, you know, privately. They organize themselves. We can't be seen to be organizing that if it was within the uh, five kilometer or 20 kilometer um, um, limit. And, yeah. uh, now though like there's more and more people we went in yesterday the day before to collect uh, post and there was three uh, three postcards letters things two of them were engaged already and the other one is pregnant and they only met since the start of lockdown same so, man yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's done particularly well yeah 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 <laughs> do you think fucker must be paying you well <laughs> so tell us this burger if um, Chris there is a single a single man there, if he wants to get spruced up, spruced up, he got everything ready. He shaved the pubes, he shaved the chest hair. He already done, down, mate. Already he done. Waxed down below. How, how much for Chris to get him sorted? Uh, is it a weekly thing? Is it a subscription? Is it a one-off payment? Is it? Yeah, it's one-off. Yeah, everyone pays a one-off uh, thing. We don't have tiered kind of pricing packages. Uh, I heard in the past, a lot of places, what they do is they say, you can go silver, gold, or platinum, Chris. And that's completely unfair. That's like saying here now, you only paid for the silver basic package. So if you want to meet your <laughs> one here down the road that I have for you, and she's great, you give us more money. So no, in here, it's black and white. You pay the same price for everyone. And it's unlimited time period. So like, there's no time limit at all on the actual membership. So when you're in, you're in. And it's five guaranteed. And you can pause your membership after each of your dates. So if Mary and Johnny go out on a date and they get on like a house on fire, have the crack, all the rest, they can pop their membership on hold to go off and see is it going to work out into something. And that's how we measure our success and know how the matches are going. So one in four now ends in marriage or long-term uh, relationships. And a third of word about it. <laughs> so at three, n- number three, I'm like, right, I'm going to pause this fucking membership. <laughs> 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 no, some people often think the grass is always greener and a lot of people say to me can I go out with all five and then decide which one I want at the end and I'm like well no you see because we don't lock up the other people in a dark room while your life continues <laughs> yes, so, no, you, yes, uh, yes 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 look, look has at it ever happened that it is Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One member has been on a date with another member and they found out about each other and they got pissed off or anything. If they were paused. If there were paused, yeah, or like say Chris is going out with Stephen there and uh, then he pu- he starts going out with me and I find out about Stephen or vice Sorry, versa. Do you know what I mean? Does yeah, that ever happen? No, because both parties will always pause pretty much at the same time. So we'll be aware of something going on. If okay. It is. Um, you know, people are much quicker to tell you bad news than they would be telling you good news. Like we, we'd have marriages and I have cousins and people that I would have gotten together and you know, the Irish guilt, the Irish shame. I, I, I wouldn't please them now to tell them, say nothing, say nothing. So we'd be out at weddings or whatever events we might be at. And I'd be there literally with people who I know we set up and they've got kids and everything. But still, they'd rather say that they met through Tinder or down the pub. People oh, in Ireland, cool. like we have, we have hardly any, um, we, have, we have hardly any like followers on social media. But we have one of the most visited sites in, in the country. Um, so people don't want to admit that they like matchmaking, even my friends. I'd say, you haven't liked that thing. What's wrong with you? Actually, I don't want people thinking now, do you know, that I might be on the market or in the market, do you know? I was like, what? You're married. No one thinks you're going to do that. But it's this, the, the, the reason is with Tinder, people can be on that and they can get away with saying, sure, I don't care if it works or not. I'm only having the crack. I'm having a laugh. I'm having a few bits of a uh, bit of fun. That's all I'm doing. When really deep down, they do really want it to work but they get away with it, making it look like it's... Yeah, crack. yeah, of course. But it's a bit sorry. like... Uh, sorry, Mikey, go on. Sorry, I uh, just want to apologise because I think my internet was a bit patchy at the start, so I didn't oh. want to interrupt any, but now it seems to be working okay. Oh, and great. that's kind of uh, what my question was. Is it tough setting up, like, um, kind of Zoom dates and stuff if you're, if you're in the middle of nowhere in Ireland and there's no proper kind of connection and internet yeah. is poor. If it was the case, we would organize a, well, like a WhatsApp video call for people and they can go on to 4G or whatever and it's never a big issue. It's, uh, you know, we, we'd offer advice to, to, to lads. A lot of the lads, they wouldn't really um, have been used to, to going on Zoom stuff. So we just tell them what way to sit and what, have a lamp in front of them. And it's, just, it's just a building up of confidance. That's all it is. It's just the fear of the unknown. But once the lad has one or two Zoom dates under his belt or WhatsApp video calls under his belt, he's grand. But it, you're right, it, it, it's anxiety, it's nervousness, and it's fear of the unknown, and it's worrying that people are going to say no to me, they're not going to like me. And it's all this self-doubt that makes an awful lot of lads especially not take the plunge and not actually jump in for it. When I always say to them, look, everybody's here, everyone signs up, everyone pays, everyone wants to be here, and they all want a relationship. So the worst thing that can happen is you make five really good friends. Um, and Irish lads in particular need encouragement. That's why 
you guys uh, will be doing great things by just making it acceptable to talk about loneliness and isolation because everyone's talking about mental health and that's now the big thing and everyone it's great that we can talk about it but there was this this thing say nothing you'll be grand you'll be grand what what would you need anyone for they're not going to make you happy um or you're grand on your own aren't you and then what's meant for you won't pass you by probably my least favorite expression ever yeah it does pass you by and just get on with things and don't be it's like the guy who moans about his job every day coming home and just bitching and moaning about it but he won't do anything to change he'll never put himself out there to a recruiter you said something there about you know the use of tinder and other apps and about uh, you know irish is only a bit of cracking if it does if it fails it fails actually what about and it's a bit like a conversation yourself and peter have often had about drinking um it, the thing is if you if you if you have if you have the confidence to go up to a woman with no drink in you and say listen uh you look absolutely stunning i'd love to buy you a drink or i'd love to bring you out for dinner more often than not you're going to get a better response than what most Irish lads do or have done in, in, in the past and they have five or six pints and then they have this this cushion where if it fails oh sure it was the drink that was talking yeah. or it was the, the drink was saying this you know yeah. Irish or I, was, I drink on me so I didn't really know what I was doing and but isn't, the, isn't the problem there more that we're too willing to give ourselves bullshit excuses yeah well that's that's it, that's yeah. it as well it's a bit like life in general and we're, a lot of us were guilty of it in the past or when we're younger and it just develops into a habit then as, as we grow up and you, you but it's all, that... i think it's i think it's it's also how men act with other men if they see a man chatting to in the schoolyard or chatting yeah, to another girl yeah. i think it's different than other countries like in other countries there's no big deal do you know what i mean but in lads especially in a rural area it's kind of like oh he's talking to her yeah oh, 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 oh. <laughs> do you know what i mean and, and, and that should be gone. Like that's that's just ridiculous, you know. Oh yeah, big time. Uh, I I just wanted to add to that as well. It's uh, just from my own experience. I was uh, dating this African girl, but we've separated now, and I'm in a different relationship, which is is good. But no, her African friends, female friends, always said, "Why don't Irish lads come up and say hello or talk to you when you're in the especially peak or whatever." Um, it's only in the pub when they have drink on them that they talk and they're just saying like uh, African guys they've just grown up with just randomly talking to girls or if they even if they're driving by they'll pull up and talk to them yeah well it's it's nice when, when when the women say something terrible to the guy and it actually literally knocks their confidence completely off They'll say, well, feck you then. I'm not going to bother going up near a girl for the next two years. And then they'll just drown their sorrows. And they'll, they'll say, sure, I can't. They're all nasty. They're all mean. They're all cruel. They're all off their head on, on gin and tonics. And they're guzzling back their Pinot Grigio. And I couldn't be bothered. I'm not putting myself well, it's, through it. It's, it. It could be the same the other way around as well. If the woman coming up to a group of lads, do you know what I mean? And getting slagged and maybe getting slagged in school. And, do you know what I mean? It, it, it there's, could work both there's ways. Also, there's also that, that power, you know, especially in rural Ireland, where a girl, there's almost like an imbalance of girls coming home at a certain age. So they might go off to college in Dublin. They might come down for a couple of weeks. And when they come down, it's almost like a, a state of recess where all the lads are doing the lad things that they always did. And then all these girls are like, I was in Dublin during the weekend. It yeah. wasn't, I might have been talking to some sophisticated lad from South Dublin. Mm-hmm. And they're looking at around, they, they're scanning around and, it's almost it's just a weird almost 
kind of vibe between the whole thing, you know? That's why a lot of, a lot, yeah, a lot of yeah. men think they're too big for their boots then. And that's why, well, look at her, she's too snobby. And, and unfortunately, there's a huge amount of academic snobbishness uh, because the actual stats are in Ireland, for every one woman who has third level education, there's only 0.6 of an equivalent male. So the one for one doesn't exist, literally. So when we get calls from Mary saying he has to have 20 letters after his name or I'm not going to go near him, don't come near me with the plumber, don't come near me with the building contractor, even though Johnny might be the biggest building contractor in the West and he's he has a hundred men underneath him. Uh, that sounds weird. Anyway, you know what I mean. Um, and, that's, just, uh, that's just elitism. Yeah, that's disgusting. It is that's disgusting. It's but, in all walks of life. It's, but it's not. Life. It's not that they want. Um, it's not that they want to be kept. So they're looking for financial stability. It's more that intellectually they think they won't be suited to any guy unless he has the same qualifications academically. And so they equate intelligence solely with academic qualifications. And if they continue to do that, well, then they're, they're never going to meet anyone. And we, little old intro says no eight times a day to women. And the biggest culprits are 37 to 45 year old women in this country. Um, and this is also the reason why in the likes of Tinder, um, people have this radius of 15 kilometers associated with their profile. And they wonder why they're not meeting anyone. It's because twice as many women live in urban areas than men. So in Dublin, Limerick, Cork, Galway, Belfast, there's twice as many women. That's why when you're a man in rural Ireland and you're right, saying... Right, I'll see you later. I'm heading to... <laughs> <laughs> I'm already here, Steve. <laughs> yeah, but, but we're willing to get in the car and, tra and travel a bit more uh, is the message for the lads. That's the, the loud and clear message that has to hit home for the Irish men, uh, to be honest with you, because they're so unwilling to travel. They'll ring and they'll say, I'm in Castletown Bear. Do you have matches between Castletown Bear and Glengarriff? or I'm in Kong and I want someone between Kong and Banana and I won't go anywhere else. They literally yeah, yeah. pigeonhole themselves like mad. There, there, there has to be men and women. The thing is, if you're, if you're sound to, to a woman, she'll be sound to, to, to you. Mm. He said something earlier about, um, you know, you want to find a woman that when she says yes, means yes. And if mm. she wants, if she says no, she means no. I have yet, uh, you know, and I have had some great relationships. <laughs> I have yet to meet a woman <laughs> that when she says yes she means yes and when she says no she means no uh, but Give us some examples that, there steve will you? you have to you have you have to understand that in my opinion you have to understand that and work and work with it you know and like i said i've had some brilliant relationships yeah in, in, in I, 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 I think it just comes down to self-awareness yeah. and I, I, irish people we're not just irish but we're very very good at identifying other people's flaws and uh, and saying, oh, she was this, she was that, or she was nightmare, Jesus Christ, I can't go near anyone like that again. But they don't actually look at themselves and say, I was a bit of a, I was a bit of a whatever, I was a bit of a bollocks. Yeah, of course, you have, you have to be self-critical as well. You have to look in, and, look in yeah. at yourself. But we don't, we make sweeping generalizations. You said something earlier on about uh, using things as an excuse and they do it all the time as well. They say stuff like, oh, geez, I couldn't possibly meet anyone uh, further than an hour away because the last relationship I had was long distance. Long distance doesn't work for me. And we're saying it wasn't the distance. It was the fact that she wasn't right for you. It's not the distance uh, mm -hmm. of that person. Um, same with separated people. They'll say, oh, no, separated people, because the last one I went out with, uh, the ex came back and ruined everything. So now they, they, they rule out everyone and they shoot themselves in the foot like you wouldn't believe. Um, you know, it's, it's, nurses get an awful time. Teachers get an awful time from men towards women because teachers are our number one client. Um, and it's probably because it's such a highly female-dominated industry. Um, yes. And men will often say oh sure geez the teachers and they talk down to you then the finger down to you and looking at you and talk to me like is that is, uh, is that Gareth. fear is, is an element of fear in both parties they're afraid of rejection uh, 
there's there's that and there's you mean in terms of people refusing to meet certain people from different yes, walks of life? Yes. Or is it a reflection of how in there's so much inequality in Ireland? I just think they use it as the excuse and it helps it helps people sleep better at night if you can actually pinpoint uh, a reason that deep down, if you're honest with yourself, you know it wasn't the fact that it was distance. You know it wasn't the fact that she was a teacher. You yourself probably were doing a few things wrong, but it's, it, we, we have to pinpoint something. We have to get some answer and, and whatever that may be, well then that'll do, that'll help me continue on and we'll make the same mistake over and over again. And that's why when people ring me and say, oh, this isn't my type. You're ringing about someone that doesn't sound like my type. I said, well, your type thus far hasn't been working, so you need to stop going for the same thing over and over and over again. That's true, that's true. Well, like you, you were saying there that obviously sweeping generalizations are a problem, but like, are we not just going through sweeping generalization after sweeping generalization about men and women's behavior anyway? Like we're, we're well, talking about sweeping generalizations that women are like this, men are like this. You know, the problem with this is this we're we're talking in generalizations anyway so you can't get away from it that you know there are character traits that are going to be a problem and say if if a girl doesn't want to date someone that's been separated before has kids before there might be some validity to that in their own situation anyway well I, I, that's fair enough but it, it's not my job to to change people's minds or anything like that it's my job to say here's ireland there are 2 million single people in this country if you want success, then you need to be open to traveling a reasonable distance to meet the right person at the halfway point. You need to be open to a reasonable age gap. You can't be ringing up at 65 as a guy saying, I'm comparing myself to Ronnie Wood, and if he can have kids now, why can't I? I, I I'm getting these calls every day, all day for the last, <laughs> last 10 years. So people say things to me that they wouldn't say openly to anyone else. So I'm making sweeping generalizations because it is fact. That sounds like a very big sweeping I, I, I would, I would love to meet the guy. I'd love to meet the guy that goes, well, Ronnie would just have to have a kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you go, yeah, but you rock star. Are you yeah. in the Rolling Stones? <laughs> yeah. And Rich, Richard Gere has used an awful lot as well now. And, uh, and now the latest is Bernie Eccleston, and he's 91, and he just had his latest child with a 30-something-year-old. Okay, and his other... It's good to be a billionaire, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you own Formula 1 too, Johnny, you could get that. But that's, that, that's the point. They, we don't compare like with like. But uh, I suppose we, in year one, we opened the doors, and we did not expect what we were dealt with. And the main issues, um, we just couldn't believe it. Everyone told us we were crazy to set up a dating agency in the past anyway. And then we did it and we thought, geez, were they right? Because people were absolutely head melts. Uh, and it was just horrible, uh, the experience. And it was the age thing was, was absolutely massive. Women will call every day and they'll say, I'm 55, but I look 45 because I do Pilates, I uh, do yoga, I eat fish, my omega levels are very high and I drink about 10 pints of water every day. So my complexion is amazing. <laughs> so I want a 45 year old man. And when we say to Bridie, we can't get a 45 year old man to meet a 55 year old woman, she claims that's discrimination, sexist. And she's like, I'm going to sue you. And that's going to, so we were dealing with all that. Um, and you wouldn't think in a, in a fluffy matchmaking agency that you're being sued all the time or threatened to be sued all the time, but people have rose tinted sort of glasses when they think oh, about it. Yeah. People, people are assholes as well. Absolutely. Let's just, um, let's put it out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tell me this further. Yeah. What did you do before you set up the dating agency? What did you do? I sold gaffs. Uh, I, I worked in, uh, in uh, yeah, property for 12 years in Lisney and Sherry Fitzgerald in residential sales and, uh, yeah, sold houses, basically. And then worked with my dad before then. He's a building contractor um, when I was out of school for a bit. But uh, yeah, always in sales, always working with people. But then 
selling the houses, selling the three bed semis and then waiting for the, the, the deal to close and the contracts wouldn't be signed because the solicitor said, nah, shoot, there's that boundary issue there. So you're waiting months and months and months for any sort of uh, bit of salary. And uh, then the recession hit and Rena was working in iRadio. She was running a couple of stations there back in the day. So she was made redundant. So we thought, heck this, let's do our own thing and let's not work for the man anymore. And uh, let's set up our own. Get event. it up and uh, it's been successful. It's been very successful since. Yeah, yeah. Eight full-time uh, staff now. That's the brilliant. There on what do they do? Uh, we'll literally manage the database of nearly 5,000 clients, which is no mean feat. Um, and and really it's minding a lot of people it's really looking after people we organize every single day from start to finish so when the restaurants are back open now we'll be eating in car parks we'll be organizing the rest the, the, the date for johnny and mary we'll be booking the table at eight o'clock in ice house or whatever um we'll uh, we'll be on call then seven nights a week when the dates are on in case variety's running 10 minutes late to meet john uh next working day all the feedback calls are done um so it's the management of everyone's file it's the uh, interviewing of every single person. So it's, it's really is, uh, Fergus, how do you vet? Is there, there has to be a period of vetting in it to, for safety, like I'm sure. Yeah. Or do the girls see a profile? Is there a profile on it and they no. see it? There's no, no profile. Yes. So Chris, Chris couldn't go on there and like lift a few weights and uh, put a, a profile of him looking buff and the girls he can, can look at him. They can't. No, no one. No one. Okay, so you're you're not specifically sold. Do you know? Did you know what they look like? Yes, we interview them either in person before COVID or now uh, over over WhatsApp, and we get uh, copies of uh, drivers. Well, we don't get copies. We, we witness uh, drivers license or passports. We get a photograph, but no one gets your surname, photograph, or phone number, and nothing goes it's on. Like a, is it like a blind date, or do they get to see a picture before they see them? Or no, it totally is a blind date, and and they're oh, all. Wow. So wow. I I'm at the mercy of what you think of me. Yes, I am. <laughs> you might Bastard. have a chance, though. No, I should have worn something nicer. <laughs> no, but I, I had a woman there today ring up, and uh, and she said, "I'm uh, I'm gonna I'm ringing on behalf of my sister." And I said, "All right," because it's never usually good when they do that. I say, "If if the, if the sister's a grown woman, she should be ringing to herself and talking to me instead of having you do it." But anyway, I wasn't as blunt as that. But uh, so she said, "Now my sister is very plain, okay? She's very average looking." I was like, "Jesus, nice sister." Um, so yeah, she was lovely. basically like really going to town on her and saying she's got delusions of grandeur. She absolutely thinks she's up here and she's really down here. So she's probably going to be very difficult towards you because no man is ever going to be good looking enough for her. And I said, "Well, right, okay." But the thing is, if we meet her and you know we're interviewing her, we'll have to match her like with like counterpart with counterpart. So if she looks like Angelina Jolie, she'll get her Brad Pitt. But if she doesn't, she won't. Um, so it's years and years and years sometimes of, of friends buying up confidence levels, dizzying heights, saying, oh, Circa, you're beautiful, you're gorgeous, you're blonde, you're slim, you're this, you're that, you drive a Beamer. So Circa then becomes superwoman almost. And she thinks of herself in such a high regard, no guy is ever good enough for Circa. That's why friends and family sometimes building them up too much doesn't do them any favor. Now, this sister who is a bit of a weapon, obviously, towards her other sister, Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Saying she's average looking. She wasn't great. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, it, it's all about Maybe looking in the mirror. Jealousy. A bit of jealousy, I'd say. Look in the mirror and, uh, and knowing what's reflecting back at you is the most important thing. But an awful lot of Irish uh, uh, guys will have been told by Mammy, oh, you're a lovely boy, you're great. And, uh, and he believes it, but then he might walk up the stairs to us and he might be 25, 30 stone. Um, and he'll have no problem saying, I want a nice slim lady now, blonde and blue eyes, and that's it. And you get me what I want because I pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, honest to God, it's, it, there's, there's, a, there's a sense of entitlement that you wouldn't believe in this country. I, I know you believe it. Uh, it's very much the Celtic tigery kind of thing. Well, I paid you, you get me what I want, where I want it, how I want it yeah. looking. Because that's People have to be realistic. I mean, I think there's an awful lot of unrealistic... Um, I just don't know any of these mothers. I don't think any of, of your mothers would tell you you're great at all. And no, like, well, yeah. <laughs> I know my mother doesn't it. tell me that at all well, either. Actually, I know, I know, and, 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 and you know, Chris, and Pete, you know, and Mikey as well knows the same man I'm talking about, and I'm not going to mention his name, um, but it's not very far away. Describe him me. in detail. <laughs> it's, not, it's not very far away, but that's exactly exactly what happened to him and you know who i'm on about yeah well i do but, know what you're on yeah but is there yeah it's a funny one it's a tough one it is a tough one but i was saying is there have you any horror stories was there any like person yeah. kidnapped or dozed <laughs> in or anything um uh no kid jesus no kidnapped my god almighty yes <laughs> touch wood, touch wood, touch wood. my god no but uh, you, you get an awful lot of um People come incest. back and say that was a disaster. <laughs> okay, incest. Fine. I'll give you There's an no incest, incest story. <laughs> I, I That'd be the fucking worst match of all. <laughs> I, 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 do right, I suppose we're here now. <laughs> <laughs> we paid the money. We had to do it. Put your sister to the test. Yeah. Um, so we called Johnny about Mary, let's just say, and they were living four or five counties apart. And um, actually, we ring her about him first. And uh, she said, oh, whoa, whoa, hold on a second. Jesus, no, stop uh, it turns out it was it, it was her brother, all right, because she was married in the past and she kept the name. Okay. And uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But did they end up going on the date and getting together? No, they didn't. But that would be the closest thing to incest that I could tell you now, to be honest with you, on this. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. okay. Um, but, uh, but then we, we people often worry about uh, about people knowing them and what if I get matched up with someone that I know and there are 1.55 million single and. 420,000 separated and divorced in this country, which is mad. Uh, but we rang this man about this woman and, she, and he said, Jesus, now, wait now, my wife cheated on me with that woman's husband. Um, That's ideal, so. That's fucking <laughs> perfect. <laughs> and, and they met when, uh, when the shit hit the fan, they met to discuss, when did you hear, what's the story, and, da, da, da. and they, hit, they, they, they absolutely fell for each other, but they decided that either A, we, we get together now and we switch, we do a family swap basically, and we put our kids through counseling for the next 10 years, or we just maybe don't be selfish. So they decided not to, but then we ended up matching them uh, four years after that. So we're quite happy. And they lived like two or three counties apart. Um, so uh, yeah, it, it, Irish people worry about people knowing their business the whole time, but it, it 
it'd be, you'd be very unlucky to actually be matched with someone who you do actually know. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, one guy did go on a date at one stage. Oh, actually, this is better. Uh, this guy I met, not through intro, he joined intro because of this. He met a woman from Australia online and um, she said, I'd love to see you. Would you like to come over and, uh, and meet me? And he said, yeah, I would. Like she was pretty hot and everything was going well. And so he arrives over and she pretty much ghosts him after traveling over from Tipperary um, over to Australia. Not once, but twice he fell for that. Twice. twice. No joke. No joke. So she he flew to Australia twice story. for a date. Twice. Twice. He, well, twice. he's a fucking gobshite of the <laughs> highest well. order. He does like he's a bollocks. Let's be honest. Yeah, we're well, not. Listen, listen. He's not a bollocks. He's just in, in, innocent. He's innocent. Innocent is the mean? word. Yeah. You're innocent the first time. You're a fucking idiot the second time. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're more wise to the situation that people would be that mean. And that, <laughs> like, uh, you're halfway. You've just after landed in Dubai, and you'd be like, "This feels familiar." <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was a, a, another one that I heard of that um, uh, the guy went on a date and said to your one, "My friends no longer invite me to go on holidays together because you know why? They think I'm going to kill someone." And you know what? I think I might. So apparently he said that on the date. And so she's there shitting herself thinking, what? Am I out with uh, an axe murder here? What's happening here? Uh, so yeah, the, yeah. the stuff people come out with on dates, like the last... You think is it nerves? Perfect. Yeah, nerves and then just not right. There's just there's not, not a lot of people who just aren't in the right headspace and, uh, and they're looking for someone to fill a void. Uh, and, and maybe it's not necessarily intro or dating they should be doing. It should be maybe looking within and getting a little bit of help. Like yeah. this is very rare now. The counseling. Yeah, definitely counseling. Definitely counseling is needed uh, for an awful lot of people. Yeah, that was that was my not... one, of, one of my other questions is um there's a safety factor because if the stranger if the person's going to meet a stranger, how do you vet them? You can't do guarded vetting. Do you know what I mean? No. I know it's not a job they're going for, but how do you make sure it's safe for the woman? Say a woman is traveling up to the country and she's going to meet somebody and the man is traveling, how do they make it safe if it's not yeah. some sort of honey trap? Yeah, so uh, when, we, uh, when we're when we making the appointment for the initial uh, consultation, we verify everyone's identity by using Stripe, the payment gateway. So it verifies that the name matches the address, the address matches the card details. Plus then we check passports or driver's licenses that uh, everyone is who they say they are again. And we know where everyone is going and no one gets surnames, photographs or phone numbers of the other person. So if Mary's going to have a Johnny and feeling a little bit, Jesus, he's a bit weird. I don't want to see him again. Mary doesn't have, or Johnny doesn't have Mary's surname, doesn't have her address doesn't know her from Adam once she hops out and leaves or whatever. So okay, so that's pretty that's pretty secure. That's even more secure well, than it, probably it, a Tinder date. Oh not, well, God, not Jesus, really. Like say oh, there's really. often been a first uh, pure, but say they meet, she she gives him her phone number and then he starts getting weird. Well, and then he gets started, that's, you know that's she has, she has done that. She she has it's done not that. it's not that you could have done anything, but it's still that it happens all the time like oh yeah oh but that, that does yeah but that's that's not like uh i'm talking like there's tinder rape stuff going on all over the place and people yeah. hopping into cars and serious issues but if mary uh as a, as a as a fully grown woman decides to give her number to johnny on a date yeah then, yeah obviously it's a personal responsibility thing yeah yeah but if, but if he, he might the worst thing he might do is call her a bit too uh too much or not take no for an answer in terms of just you have know, you ever had to step in have you ever had to step in and say listen johnny um, you know, we've got a complaint from Mary. Happy that, you know, yeah, um, yeah. 
we would only ever, you see, we, we, we wouldn't give back feedback to Johnny if Mary and Johnny were out on a date. What often happens is Mary thinks it went one way and Johnny thinks the exact opposite. This is often what happens. And so Johnny might not have feelings for Mary, but Mary might have loved Johnny. And so she might be okay. so annoyed that Johnny doesn't like her that she throws toys out of the pram and decides to go mental and say that was a disaster of a date. We had nothing in common. What are you doing? So you have to be very careful. You can't trust every single thing you hear because people will play fast and loose with emotions and they will say things to, to suit themselves after, uh, after the fact. Because the so, ego, ego, um, is, ego is dented. Ego is dented and perfection. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, pure ego bruised. Um, but no, you can't. Uh, if Johnny went out on a few dates and Johnny was ossified uh, for the first two dates, we would interfere and we would say, Johnny, come on, you're ruining your chances here. You're wasting your opportunities. Uh, it's come back to our attention now on two occasions that you weren't able to stand up or you weren't able to hold a conversation for longer than a half an hour. Do you really want to continue doing that? Um, but we wouldn't ever say to Johnny, what are you doing telling jokes like that about Trump or what are you doing, you know, talking about this, that and the other? Because if Johnny is that person, let Johnny be himself and let Mary be herself as well. So we don't try to change people or, or to mold them into what we think they should be. Okay. Okay, yeah, it's it's a funny one. How much has the agency changed over the last ten years? I'd imagine it's more online, or it's more like when you started off first. Yeah, what was it like? What was it yeah. like? Would... Myself and Rena set it up, and it was just the two of us. And uh, then we, uh, yeah, built up the database slowly but surely. It was it was it was cheap uh, cheap rents. It was in a recession, so you get cheap rents, cheap rates, cheap advertising. So it was good. It's a good recession-proof kind of business to build. Uh, on and uh, it grew and grew and grew year on year. We got on the Late Late Show then eight and a half years ago and uh, that kind of just catapulted it into a different level altogether. We were on for 10 minutes and our website crashed and we had to double the size of the office and go from three staff to six staff and um, then it just, there's a credibility associated with the fact that we're not working from the boot of a car or from a coffee shop or wherever with offices on Grafton Street, people know that you're not with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Cowboys, no offense. And um, <laughs> and uh, so that's kind of, um, that's helped. But being, being around, being, being a husband, wife kind of couple, that helps too. Um, and being the only fully registered, one of the only fully registered Irish owned trademark companies in the country. Um, knowing that it's a seven day, seven night a week job uh, really helps. And now, COVID, since the 12th of March last year, we closed the office uh, on Grafton Street. So it's basically a glorified post box for the last year, uh, an expensive one as well. But anyway, um, so we're back now from this week, thank God, um, which is great. Um, but no, all the dates are still mainly online for the last year, if not walking dates now, but everyone's gagging to get back into the restaurants. So it's like we can hardly cope with demand at this stage. So it's would, would the restaurant be... Um... The, more, the majority of first days, but they have oh, to yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. always been the way that we do it. We'd never be able to book a table in a coffee shop or a, or a bar. Um, and we don't want, Johnny doesn't want to be arriving to some 
you know, destination where he has a, an independent under his arm or wearing a, I don't know, a, a rose in his lapel. They, they don't want anyone knowing their business. Irish people yeah. are absolutely hypersensitive about that. So we book a table in a restaurant around Ireland and we book it under Fergal Arena. So Johnny arrives, table booked under Fergal, and she arrives, table booked under Fergal. Done. No one knows any of their business and they're comfortable, they're happy. She's feeling safe, he's feeling happy out. And uh, it just, it, it, you get far more success from sitting down and actually having a proper conversation with someone over a bite to eat as opposed to going and gulping back a cappuccino for five minutes. I, what, what, what I meant by that was, is, there, is it always at a dining sort of thing? Or, uh, you know, would you ever go for like a, a hiking or? No, no. you ever changed it up? No, uh, well, with COVID, we've been changing up to walks in a park and coffees okay. in the park. But other than that, sending like back to the safety thing before sending Johnny and Mary out for a first date up the up the up the mountains uh, in Wicklow, uh, you might get a few worried. Uh, yeah, I mean, I tell you, I tell, I tell you actually a funny story about a, a, a date that I went on. Uh, I brought this this girl to the reek. Um, I brought this lady to the reek. Patrick, Patrick, yeah. So, um, like, I, I like climbing for Patrick, and I have this habit of getting into a rhythm and trying to get up as quick as I can, which obviously doesn't suit everyone. <laughs> and You're barefoot. Like, we're, we're laughing because we, we know that he goes off like a hare and he's a pain in the arse. You just see him in the distance. <laughs> yeah. But you think Cowboy would know that when he's on a date, it's supposed to be a nice romantic walk, not a fucking race. <laughs> but but what, happened, what happened was, like, she like she she was finding it tough after the first few minutes and I was like like a hare trying to get up there as fast as I can. I probably even started the Strava. Um <laughs> to my time up there. So I'm like so I'm trying my best to, to, to hold back and but I, I can tell she's struggling and I'm I'm trying to encourage her. I, I was like, man, 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 no, 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 give don't give up. I'm nearly treatment like a, a fitness session. And, uh, <laughs> So we're about halfway up and I'm, I'm, I'm having to go back and forth and everything like that. And next thing she just turns to me, said, you know what? She said, why don't you run up, um, run up to the top and, and I'll keep going as far as I can, uh, as far as I can. Um, and uh, I was like, ah, no, no, we're on a date. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't leave you halfway up. I said, we'll keep that there. I'll try and slow down my best. Ah, no, she said, no, no, honestly. She said, I'm, I won't be pissed off. Uh, I said, I uh, said, are you sure? And she says, yeah. So I, I started, I just sprinted up, up the hill and I thought I'd meet her halfway down. But I, I, I came straight down again. I, I literally go up, don't even take a picture or if I do, it'd be a quick picture, I straight down again. And I thought I'd meet her sort of halfway before, I, between I left her. And I didn't like, she, she literally wasn't too far away from where I'd left her, but she was on the way back down again. Oh, and we got okay. to the bottom and that was the last she said, I never thought he'd leave me there. Oh, God. All right. Yeah. Okay. So that was it. <laughs> but she, was play, she was playing mind games at the same time, testing you to yeah, see if you were going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, in fairness now, Steve, I lived in that London. wasn't the I most fucking complex mind games that, that a girl has thrown at you. And you didn't do great. <laughs> I was completely wrong. <laughs> but you obviously weren't matched. You obviously weren't matched. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she like it's women are always saying, uh, "I want someone who's fit and healthy and agile." Because I'm out doing this, I'm doing Pilates, I'm doing my spinning class, I'm doing my whatever else. Women are obsessed with with health and fitness, so you wouldn't get complaints 
uh, about running up too fast up Crow Patrick, to be honest with you. It's the opposite. It's the, it's the lads that just want to scull 20 pints and sit down and watch the Late Late Show and, you know, get overweight. Uh, that would be the key as well. When I'm, by the time I get to the bottom of the rig, I still want to scull the 20 pints. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, it balanced out anyway. He's perfect. He can do it all. <laughs> <laughs> what a catch. <laughs> tell, yeah. tell us this, Bergen. We were talking, we were talking off air there before uh, we got on and my cheer collapsed. If anybody yeah, no, should have recorded that, my chair claps. We were talking about your book. You're going to have a book coming out. Can you talk about that? Yes, yes. It's going to be kind of, um, it's going to be a, a self-help slash comedy uh, based on the 10 years experience of hearing uh, from people, the hurdles that we as a nation put in our way, uh, which doesn't help us when we're trying to find love or find a partner. Uh, so it's, it's highlighting those and showing people that with slight tweaks, they might give themselves a much higher chance of success. So we're, uh, I'm writing that with uh, with Terry Norman, who you know well. Yeah, um, Terry, Terry yeah. toured with us last year. He's a great guy. He's a very, great very guy. funny, witty guy. Oh yeah. my God. And like, uh, we, we talked for a few hours on the phone the first time and then he just got it straight away. He got every single, like, because we're breaking it down to different characters. There, there might be, like, to be a mammy's boy and there'll be a, a seriously successful circa who's like the Davy stockbroker. She's 40, she's gorgeous. She has a big, huge house in Ranelagh and she's like, very Ross O'Carroll, Kelly uh, type-esque kind of stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, so it, there's, there's different sort of stereotypes, I suppose, that you can fit us into as a nation. And uh, it's for people to maybe identify. It's not a slaggy kind of thing. It's just um, identifying who we are, what we're doing, and maybe with slight tweaking, we might be able to give ourselves a better chance of success. That's kind of the premise of the whole thing. So excited about that. It's for our 10-year anniversary. And uh, and we just started a franchise thing as well. So we just opened in, in Austria in Vienna there a couple of weeks ago. So brilliant. That's the next stage wow. to try and, you know. Just, just, just before before we wrap, what is, uh, just a quick few questions. What would be the, the, the average age or the, the like? Yeah. Um, the mean the mean age. What yeah. what is your biggest uh, like age gap or yeah. age group? Yeah, it's a, it's a, the most densely populated age range. We thirty three to forty nine. So okay. I'd say a, a okay. huge number of your listeners will be probably falling into the 30s, wouldn't they? And uh, our, biggest, yes. our biggest fellowship would be from 24. 20, yeah, yeah, 24. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, the lads there coming in at that age, uh, it, it's far more advantageous because this, the, the pressure that some guys put on themselves waiting until a certain age, 39, 40, is immense. So it's great when they actually learn about something like this or, or get a bit of advice uh, you know, in the late twenties or whatever, um, and the pressure is is much less, so much less. It's not even funny, and they make the right decisions as opposed to making rash decisions. Um, so yeah, thirty three to about forty nine will be an awful lot of second time rounders as well. People separated or divorced, people no longer feeling they need to stay in loveless marriages because their aunties and none of their uncles a priest, um, or what the neighbours might say if they get divorced, bringing shame onto yeah, the family. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, a lot of that. Um, but we're the oldest as a nation of getting mar- for getting married these days. 37 and a half for men, 34 and a half for women is the, is the average age. But they, they, there's obviously major societal changes that have influenced that, that, that type of stuff now. Yeah, you know? personal development and uh, further education is a massive thing. Women, do you think? Do you uh, think? 100 the, the influence of the church as well and um, contraception as well, I suppose. As well. Oh yeah, you know, and, and 
yeah, so many people now are having kids well before they get married because they haven't got time to be waiting around. If they're 38, 39 meeting, they're not going to wait to get married and then do it a year yeah. later. Um, yeah. So it's great yeah, in that sense. Ireland has changed a lot, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, but religion used to play a huge uh, part in people's decision-making as to whether they're going to meet someone or not because they'd say, unless they're from a nice, good, God-fearing family now and a Catholic family, because my, my father, now he's a mass goer, so I, I couldn't possibly bring shame uh, by go, going out with a Protestant or going out with someone else. They must be Catholic. Well, that all changed, obviously. Uh, you know, that now it's more everyone's ORC. 95% of our clients are ORC, but they're lapsed. They're not churchgoers, but they'd be more spiritual yeah. and trying to be good people. Uh, now what's happened is it's, it's the dating has become much more politicized. So people will say anyone but a Trump supporter, anyone but Sinn Féin, anyone but Fianna Fáil, anyone but right. Fianna Gael. And now it's the latest is obviously COVID. So um, I did a, we, we, we held an Amorak survey or commissioned an Amorak survey that said 62% of people won't date anyone who does not intend on getting the vaccine. Um, so that's now playing yeah, a huge part. Yeah. But surely, surely yeah. opposites attract there as well. You're saying anything but a Trump supporter, surely opposites attract that's what attracts people is that in your in your uh, experience do opposites attract yeah when it comes to when it comes to i don't know music or something small not when it's a, a life-altering uh you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Ar argument causing everyday type of thing yeah 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 no it's uh although some people then think they'd ring back and they'd say i never told you in my profile that i like um i like wham and i think that's going to make a huge difference to my profile so will you put that down <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we've we've got them. We've got them now that you told us that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Why didn't you say? <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't be single at all. That was a deal breaker. That was a deal yeah. breaker. And deal breakers. Uh, by the way, the, the number one is uh, 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 loud, brash, domineering, in-your-face women, and smoking for men. And for oh, women. I'd imagine it, smoking would be. Yeah. Men don't yeah. want smoking, or they do want smoking. Don't. No way. No, no way. Big, okay, okay, big time. Okay. No. And. Really? Um, Women just don't want indecisive men. Indecisiveness and uh, lazy uh, and smokers uh, and heavy drinkers. Well, about uh, there's always the debate about uh, the sexiest accents. Is there ever like like um, people looking for like nor uh, Donegal accents or and then people say not a Midlands accent or something like that. Uh, to be fair, uh, people will say, I don't want to meet anyone too, too, too la-di-da, too in-your-face, too stuck-up, too D4. A lot of people, a lot of guys would say that. Um, I, I don't want anyone with airs and graces who talks with marbles in their mouth. Yeah, they would. But then, you know, we'll get calls as well from some guys will ring up looking for women who are, oh, they'll say, do you have any foreign women on your books? And we say, yeah. You do. And, uh, and, just and, ringing you up. Oh, that's great. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but the reason is, is they have an awful lot of experience with very loud, brash, domineering, in-your-face Irish women, and they think some of the foreign women would be a little bit more submissive and uh, quieter. Um, so a nice Thai girl would be a nice thing to find for me. That's all right. They're just looking at their own porn history, though. That's all it is. Uh, but you just yeah. have to say, look, there, are, yeah, there are quiet, nice. Uh, down to earth Irish women, you know, so it's not it's not a foreign lady that you actually need. It's just someone who's actually nice and down to earth. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the flip side, you have, you have to treat the woman with equal respect. Exactly, exactly. Um, who I do? 
No, no, I mean, no, 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 just the lad. Okay. <laughs> no, you don't. You no, don't no, Fergal. You don't we, know, we know you were tackling women the whole time. You've given out about women. <laughs> I think I was fairly balanced in that. Uh, no, that you weren't balanced at all. You were Not at all. Anti-women. You were all, you were playing up to the men. You were playing the tune for the men. Yeah, you were playing the tune for the men. They were like, well, where's the dead hedgehogs demographics? It's mostly lads. We'll play that fucking tune <laughs> I, 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 I was expecting you to take out the whip there uh, <laughs> we, we have to we have to admit uh, uh, yeah we uh, we aren't great at saying all the bad things that we do in our traits so I think every now and again I'd like to hear when, when people say to me look the way you did that the way you did that you were an absolute arsehole you were an absolute jeez you changed that changed that changed that but an awful lot of guys they don't realise until they're 50 51 52 and they could have you know they, they don't want to be a 52-year-old changing nappies. But if they just tweak things slightly at the 40 stage, they'd be like, they'd be laughing. And that's why yeah, yeah. We, I don't like sugarcoating stuff. I, I like being very blunt and very honest because all I've been doing is listening to people uh, for the last 10, 11 years uh, saying what their issues are, their hurdles are. And we're like, well, then change it. Do something, change it. And that's why Terry and writing this book is helping just get it out because there's a lot yeah, of stuff yeah. going on. And, and doing, yeah. it, doing it with a bit of humour as well, which is important. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The ability to laugh at ourselves because we, we can laugh at ourselves as Irish people. Do you know? Exactly. exactly. You, you, were, you said earlier about age gaps or age, age, yeah, age gaps. So yeah. do, you, do you find that women sometimes prefer older men when i when i say older men i'm maybe five or six years older have you found that a lot and does it work and the opposite for men do they want even five or six year years younger women or what is the best age gap or is it yeah. better to keep it as as close to the age as possible so 40 year old johnny ringing up uh wanting the whole kit and caboodle he wants his marriage he wants kids he wants everything um you can't get him to meet a woman his own age uh, more often than not. So we would be saying like what works best for him as a 40 year old is meeting someone from his own age, maybe down around five or six years. So 34 to 40 works a dream. That works really well. Um, but he has to be open to meeting up to almost pretty much as close to his own age as, as possible. He can't just get everything he wants. Women though, they're, they're aging very well. They're, they're looking after themselves massively. They're into yeah. all sorts of health and fitness and the, the the 55, if I had a euro for every time someone said I'm 55, but I look 45, literally could retire, no joke. It's everyone says they feel younger and look younger than they are. But mm -hmm. the thing is, we have to deal in reality and realize that if I'm 60, I'm 60. If I'm 80, I'm 80. And if I'm 20, I'm 20. So there are very old 20 year olds out there in Ireland and there are very young 90 year olds as well. So it's case by case scenario. And uh, so the age gaps that work in the 50s and 60s. So if the woman is 55, we'd be saying to her, be open to meeting a man from your own age up to, but never more than say eight or nine years older. And that's, that's what works. Um, but the lads that ring up at 65 and 70 wanting 35 year olds, no, we implore him to meet a woman and then around his own age, maybe down around 10 years to live out his days, have the crack, but he doesn't listen because he was at home with mommy, as I said, all his life and then sacrificed an awful lot of things and now wants an heir to pass on the land to. So that's why when they come in now, they're coming in at 20. 20 is our youngest, 90 is our eldest. And the young ones are coming in and the young guys are coming in and they compartmentalize their entire lives. They're very organized. They're very disciplined. They say things like, I've got my education complete. I've got my career on the right path where I want it to be going. Now I want you to sort out my, uh, my uh, relationship status, Virgo. So please 
find me a, a match. <laughs> That's fine, right? 20. At 20. <laughs> They're unbelievable. And you want to tell That's them to walk off Australia. Metal. That oh, is yeah. the fucking maddest shit. I swear to God, there's so much more mature than a lot just of go, off, go dogging, go dogging in the woods or something. If I could get away with saying that, I would say that. But yeah, uh, it, you, they need to have a bit of crack. And a lot of the time they've been very sheltered by uh, by mommy and daddy. They've been in a, like we get a lot of calls from 25 and 26 and 27 year old people who will say they're virgins and they never want to have premarital sex. So they're insisting on meeting guys or women who are virgins. And that's virtually impossible to do. And plus, we're not going to tell people you can't have sex. Yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. that's Bible bashing yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of stuff. That's, or that's you couldn't even. Ask, how do you even ask that? By the way, uh, are you a virgin? Yeah. <laughs> Would that be? That'd be a different. That'd be like a different agency altogether. It could oh, be a yeah. different wing. You could that's, have a different. Yeah. You could have a different <laughs> wing of. Be very specialist. No. There'd have to be yeah. like a really Christian, far kind of. Right or left, whichever it is. Yeah, um, and you yeah, couldn't uh, you couldn't really run a matchmaking agency on on just that. Uh, the, the calls would be so few and far between. But you, you, you just have you'd have about two on your book. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you might do well in Amish America. Yeah, I was <laughs> going to say in America where that I think there is like there's loads of Christian, Jewish, and all different religious kind of dates. fundamentalist like yeah 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 oh no but by and large they're all very uh, be all very grounded down to earth what you see is what you get the general because people always ask me what types of people do you have because there's this misconception that it's a whole load of desperados and nothing could be further from the truth they're actually people who are they're time poor they're busy people they've got full lives they're they're busy out um they're doing well in whatever field they're in they just don't want to waste, I suppose, valuable time sifting through nonsense profiles of people who may or may not be who they say they are. And it's, it's, it's a lot of because of all the catfishing that's going on. I had one person who I know of who was not a member, I must say. She goes to work every day and she adop adopts 10 different profiles, personas, and five men, five female. So she'll pluck all these good looking images off Google. So she'll be a good looking guy one minute and she'll flirt with the girls that she used to be friends with back in the day in school right. saying all the right things that she knows women want to hear then she'll set up a, a date a fictitious date she won't arrive on the date but she'll go and take pictures of your one who's inside waiting for this fake guy and why gets, why why does she do that psychological she, problems are her money psychological problems and also uh, getting her own back on women but it was because a man uh, claimed to be a widower and brought her to his house he saw the pictures all over the house of the family and he said she's died now she's dead now two years god rest her soul and blah 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 so i haven't been with anyone since then so he played the whole widower card to woo her and then two weeks later she's out for lunch with the friend's mother and the mother said yeah no i know him all right yeah he's a nice guy uh, but i know his wife too and she's she's not dead uh so he had six women on the go at the same time uh claiming to be a widower so she's Is like you're my king. Yeah. So she in Jesus. A, it's yeah, people are weird, man. Very weird. And like they, yeah. they, they tell me horror stories all the time on the phone saying, look, I have to get off this because they really feel so jaded by the whole thing that they say, I'm I'm gonna give up now. This is just it's, it's so disheartening to think that there are so many messers out there. I can't do it anymore. So they ring me and they say stuff like, Are there any decent people left out there that are single? And I say, Yeah, of course, Jesus. God, uh, of course there is. Guys. I know, but like, you well, need to put yeah, yourself in. That's sad. It is sad, and like, I, I not to be depressing, but I, I, we did an Amoric thing on, uh, on, on, on uh, a year ago, and it was fifty-two percent of over twenty-five-year-olds said that they were hopeless about ever meeting anyone. 
because of the experience they're having online because people are so i suppose they're playing fast and loose with emotions they're just lying through their teeth people don't feel they can trust people you yeah know? but like it's it's this constant grab for self-gratification anyway social media fucking online dating it's all built on that algorithm that if you do this you'll be immediately satisfied and that's not the way life is no people are fucking idiots so they just believe they just buy into that system of looking for self-gratification immediately also it's easy to say things online and you know, make up stuff oh, and then easy, realize easy it's, it's not a real world in a way, you know? No, and, and, and the thing is, people, if they're putting themselves out there and going on 20 dates a week, which a lot of them do, it became, dating has become so transient and, and people have become so disposable. So their attitude is, if I throw enough mullet at the wall, something will eventually stick. And they do that for three, four years mm-hmm. at times. Going on like 10, 20 dates a week, it's exhausting. And uh, I'm just talking copy dates. There's nothing, hardly any time going on. But those people become so judgmental about other people that they make a snap judgment, a rash judgment right away on the, you know, your man's belt didn't match his shoes. So go away out of that. I want someone who's stylish. Like they're ridiculous about what they say about people. Um, yeah, you, so you have to be, what, again, getting back, you have to be realistic. Yeah, yeah. Say, say, I know Pete asked this earlier. Say if I go to intro now, right, and I I go through your process, and you're like, yeah, he's a he's a sound fellow, and we'll match him up with some girls or whatever. How much is it going to cost me to work with the agency? Seven nine five. If we take a, a, in a in a one time fee. Yeah, you pay a deposit of 200 euro to make an appointment. Uh, we have a 25 minute, 30 minute conversation initially to make sure that I know that I can take on this person but 20 times a day we say no because we know what he's looking for or she's looking for isn't possible so we're not going to waste anyone's time um, is, but is that is that after you pay the two of the job no no you do you oh, pay no. nothing before we decide um okay. and then once we've decided okay, okay. Hour, so it's, it's it's quite a least it's a quite a least um agency you're you've no time wasters there you've no like johnny that wants to ride like no, John, meet somebody. no, Johnny will eventually want to ride and he will eventually get a ride out of it if he has a relationship out of it. But, uh, <laughs> um, uh, but, uh, I yeah, tell you the, what, Johnny's a fucking busy man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> My friends keep on telling me I, I need to get new ones. Johnny and I Mary is used. One Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's wearing a Johnny. For many reasons. I, I hope that's the name of your book. Johnny's a busy boy. <laughs> <laughs> but geez, yeah, no, it's um, yeah, they 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 do very well if they just uh, they come in, yeah. So it's 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 five guaranteed dates, no time limit, and eight humans make the decision on the matches as to why he is right for her. That's something that no algorithm. I were talking about Myers Briggs or whatever it was uh, before. Um, if there was an algorithm that existed in this world that was an absolute no-brainer and a hundred percent guarantee. A match.com or a big multi-billion dollar American company would have bought it and there'd be no single people. So it doesn't, there is none. Uh, yeah. So it's human gut, it's intuition, it's ticking boxes. That's the beauty of human condition, yeah. Yes, yes. And that's why this kind of thing... So it's, it's, it's 795, you said. And is that for unlimited? Is it unlimited till you the, find a match? Unlimited time period, but it's for okay. five guaranteed introductions. But the dates only happen when eight people have decided that this is why, you know, Pete is right for uh, Elaine. And uh, and then the date, okay, okay, okay. So, and then you can pause your membership after each of your dates for up to three months. So it gives them a nice opportunity to pursue things and develop things. Or with COVID, people might say, "I'm a bit anxious, or I got an elderly granny or whoever that I don't want to be around. Can I just pause my membership?" So there's no issue when you sign up here. You're signing terms and conditions that are seven pages long, so you're protected. Everyone's safe. 
um and that's why they okay okay yeah. it's and, nice and, it's nice that you can pause it it's oh nice yeah that you can pause it and it, like can you, pause it? if you can you pause it after your first date Oh, yeah. And then if, if you match up and we say you're you're going out with someone, do you, do you pay the, 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 the amount in full then at the end of it? You pay the amount uh, up front when you have the consultation. Then you go on your first date and you go on pause. Yeah. And you can pause for up to three months. If it goes on after three months, you're deemed to be in a relationship. So okay. you can't pause forever. We can't have Johnny and Mary going out for seven years, then come back and saying, can I get my fifth date? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> That's a, yeah. And they, they oh, do yeah. try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's coming back and going, in fairness, she's got the kids tonight. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, you might <laughs> be over there, will you? <laughs> and they do rejoin all the time, though. We get loads of people coming back. And Johnny might meet his first one, and that might be it. He never bothers with the rest of the dates. And then the next guy comes in and... Uh, it might be 15 or 16 dates that he goes on, but he's an expensive up... date, man. Uh, well, okay, on that, uh, I completely disagree because uh, Johnny would be often going out and he's sculling back pints, spending 150 on a few shots and a few pints, getting a taxi home, getting a takeaway chipper on the way home. He'd easily still go through 150 a night, um, going out trying to meet one, you know. Well, I... Another thing, another thing, Fergal, when we finish this podcast, is there any way we could get Johnny's number? Because I would love to get him on the podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I do need to come up with a few new names, don't I? But I, it, it fits, it fits. It um, does fit, it does fit, it does fit indeed. Listen, listen, Fergal, uh, we won't keep you too much longer. It has been uh, actually a very entertaining uh, podcast. Uh, where, 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 where can we find you? So... We, well, info, uh, well, intro.ie is the website and there's about 400 pages of information there. And I've got, a, I've got my own podcast as well, actually, called Is This Why You're Single? Um, and there's an ebook that you can download as well. Um, and that, that people find that quite helpful. But uh, intro.ie, but then our, our Insta is uh, Intro Matchmaking Ireland. And we're on Facebook as well. But the main thing, the best thing for people to do is if they're interested, pick up the phone or send an email through the website contact form and we'll get in touch and have the very non-committal, no fuss, no drama conversation over the phone. And it's never as big a deal as they think it's going to be in their head. Yeah. It's never as big. We, we'll share, we'll share as, uh, them links on, on, underneath this podcast. So, um, uh, it's, it has been very, very uh, interesting podcast. Guys, have you any other questions before we let Fergal go? Uh, I don't think I have any question. No, no I can't I think of. I, I mentioned dogging. That was as far as my questions <laughs> went. <went. laughs> <laughs> Set up a special dogging, dogging uh, intro, like a special edition for the 10th year. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like a webcam. And so dogging. Never, no. I would have never put you down for a dogger. One for dog and one for uh, virgins. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll. <laughs> Mikey, okay. have you any questions before I let Fergal go? Uh, no, no. Uh, just uh, it was very interesting, and thanks for coming on. You're very welcome. Uh, well, yeah, spread the spread the word, and if anyone uh, uh, needs or would like to meet anyone, uh, we'd be looking after you. Obviously, goes without saying. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Thanks, for, Fergal, thanks thank very much, so Fergal, much for coming on. Coming Legend. On. Thanks, guys, so much. Thank you. And thank anyone, you. anyone that's watched this uh, on YouTube, please hit the red tab and subscribe to the channel and bump them numbers up. Uh, and also, if you'd like to become a patron member, uh, please do. It keeps these brilliant podcasts going. And uh, also, we've extras, extra material on our patron channel, and we've goodies and 
exclusive offers on our Patreon channel. So please become a patron and keep the ball going. Fergal, thank you very Amazing. much for, for coming on. Thanks, lads. Take care. Thanks, Fergal. Thank you very much, Fergal. Bye now. Good. Cheers. See you again.